wondering if this is your first episode holy shit i'm sorry um i hope you enjoyed our intro uh i'm popping in here to say that that cool bit of music visagery is by andrew machado it was a surprise that he dropped into the discord which you should totally join by the way it's in the link in the description below okay um and it is super fun and it's a little out of season i guess but we're still in winter and bells always is in season i think so you know what i enjoy it and i put it in here because why not i can do what i want it's my podcast you can't stop me no one of you can stop me um another thing before we get on with the episode um (laughs) thank you so much for your patience with the terrible audio for these episodes i understand that they are mm, perhaps slightly unlistenable Um, but no one has complained and that's very, very kind of you. I promise in the new year, one of my resolutions is to learn how to use multiple microphones at once. However, that was not going to happen, uh, when this was recorded. So we were using one mic. I, I don't know why I decided that I was going to abandon all mic discipline and slap the table a lot. I wasn't the drunk one. I was just having hot choco, but you know what? You have fun with friends and suddenly you start slapping some mics. So... These things happen. I think we can all empathize with that and we can just move on together. Uh, Last thing before we start the episode, it's absolutely unhinged scream fest of an episode. Um, I have the first chapter of my novella is available now to listen to. No, that's not right. To read. That's what I do other than audio medium things. Yes, you can read. I speak English. Listen, it's fine. You can go read it now. It's good. It's got a grumpy forest ranger demon and a fairy lady who's trapped in a jar for a year. Don't even worry about it. You can read that for free currently, right now, in the now space uh, on my Patreon. That is going to be at patreon.com slash works by Abigail. Okay, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. We're going to get to the episode. Okay. All right. All right. Okay. Bye. 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 We've done our Christmas gift exchange in between last time you heard, which was a week ago. It took a week to do this. It feels like it took a week. It feels yeah. like it took a week. I Merry got a, happy. I changed. Merry shirts. happy. <laughs> yes. I she changed. Allie changed shirts. She's not quite as sweaty as before. I have a small potato sun. Sweaty. I, I have a cool so mug that says "Not Hoth National Park." Hi, movie. Yeah, baby. It's dope as hell. I'm gonna put my potato sun in my Not Hoth mug. <laughs> yes. They actually have something called not potatoes in the books. So oh, that's phenomenal. Yeah, it works out. 
Um, so he isn't a potato because he's supposed to be a piece of toast. He's a toasty potato. What? He's not supposed to be a piece of toast. He, he said they call read. him toasty. They oh, call him toasty. No, it's literally potato. That's why I got it. Yeah. Mm, he's a toasty spud. Sense. That's what it says. Yes. Toasty spud. Um, he's a little hand warmer and I love him very much. He's my new son. Because the only food I get, Abigail, is potato based. You've cursed me with many potato goods. Um, it's her potato concern. My potato concern. Yes. So, uh, I'm with Kat. I'm with Allie. This is Bodacious Booksellers Part 2. Fun fact, I don't remember what I named this episode. I think it's clever. The first one was a Christmas treat, Osh. But this one I don't remember. Bodacious Booksellers Part 3. No, it's Bodacious Booksellers Part 2 for this Christmas. Oh, the Christmas special. The Christmas concern. Got it. The Christmas concern. (laughs) Yes. You know, I just realized that, like, we're all really bodacious, though. We're pretty bodacious, all of us, yeah. Fair. We're pretty talking about our ass meat. Good title. Yes, we are. Hmm. Bodacious ass, bodacious brains. Uh, That's not me. Second Mm, part. I was going to say maybe for one of us. Well. Who's it going to be? <laughs> not me. I already said not me. Yeah. Nose goes. Not me. Not me. Cat looks like you'd be the responsible the one. I'm literally always the responsible mm-hmm. one in the three of us, That's you idiots. That's true. That's true. Um, but this is part two of the Christmas concern um, because we uh, are recording immediately after eating dinner, which was immediately <laughs> after recording the first episode, which was absolutely fucking unhinged. Mm. So this one, this one hopefully has a little bit more structure. Yeah, I doubt it. But we've got nope. some food in us. Yes and no. Nope. Hmm. Some of us have soaked up a little bit of alcohol with said food at this point. Allie. Yeah, Allie's literally <laughs> tiny ass glass of wine. <laughs> Fuck you. I hadn't eaten since lunch. And most of it came out her nose. <laughs> it was a sip. You piece of. It's my podcast. You can't insult me. You're drinking. I'm Abigail. You're King drinking Harry. that hot chocolate like it's an old timey tanker. I'm Abigail King Harry, and I have a podcast. Oh, speaking of. Thing. I have a oh, surprise. No. Do you? Yes. I don't like this. Oh my god, I love it Feel so much. Feel free to watch my ass. I do, almost constantly. You made me poke your ass once because you had a quarter in your pocket. It was important. <laughs> <laughs> she was like, touch my butt. And I was like, no. She was like, touch my butt. And I was like, no. And she was like, no, just right there. Just touch me. And I was like, she's like, there's a quarter there. <laughs> <laughs> What? Oh, what is happening? <gasps> what? Yes. Did your mother Stop get that This was my gift to from you? Paige. <gasps> Paige is amazing. Paige Hughes, you illustrator and best friend extraordinaire. Yes. All around good Paige, egg. Paige is a good egg and fantastic and she wins everything. So she got oh, me back. Well, here's what it says. It says Abigail K. Kelly on the front embroidered. So it's this beautiful plum robe, very uh, Gone with the Wind, lace cuffs, embroidered on the front. It says AKK in scrolly cursive, which I put the photos in the Discord, and um, they decided that K, the the K in the middle, stands Uh for kingdom. Yeah. Um, which I'm going to be uh, telling everyone from now on. Um, <laughs> but on the back, it says Kingdom of Thirst. And then it says Established uh, 10-7-2020. Uh, That's 2020. what the ES team is. Oh. Hmm. Stupid. Okay. Don't ruin this amazing moment for this yes. fabulous fucking robe that I really want one of. And I'm wearing this on top of Paige. my... 
my uh, my sweater that Fred gave me for Christmas, which is uh, romance novels. Um, they're actually really good stories. <laughs> <laughs> work today so yeah this is what i'm going to be recording now in forever um because this is the greatest outfit that i can think of also with, with the beanie on mm-hmm. yeah just with to really the, have the full visual with the delightful understand. sirens in the back yeah. i don't understand how you're wearing a beanie right now plus a shirt plus a sweater plus, plus thermals yeah plus a listen thermal. the sirens are coming because it's just too hot in here to handle what Abigail's putting on. I'm actually finally at a comfortable temperature. I'm wearing two pairs of socks and and my brand new slippers that cat got I'm me. Two pairs of socks? Two pairs of socks? Yeah, one piggy, one Dracula's. Oh, that is. <laughs> you know the piggy's vampires now? They want you me to show you. I could show you. This is, is unacceptable. This, is this when the feet pics come out? That's oh, very good. Oh my God. That's very good. One's it piggy's? says bike club. One's is piggies and one's is vampires. Are the pigs? Answer my question. Are the pigs vampires now? Also, I honestly find it truly horrendous that you are wearing two socks. Yeah, my feet get cold. Yeah, I can't. I I don't have thick enough socks. (laughs) I will buy you. I'm a poor little waif. You do already (laughs) buy her thicker socks. These are very warm. Oh, can I'm I put wearing my, the can socks. Can I put my slipper back on? No, no, no. No, still on my chair. <laughs> I would have held on to your foot. I wouldn't like. I don't trust that. I tried to trust fall on you the other day, and you barely caught me. I did catch you, and you barely did, trust wait, did fell you on me. her. No, no she yelled trust <laughs> fall. She yelled trust fall like she has every other time she's done this, I, and then just collapsed. I asked because this bitch is doing the same thing to me. <laughs> yeah. Just tell her you're gonna stop catching her and walk away. As soon as she says trust fall, just run. Here's the thing though, is that if I get hurt, you're down an employee. So I guess who has the real motivation? <laughs> it's negligence on your part if I yell trust fall and then you drop me. <laughs> it's negligence on God, her I part. Imagine doing that you. in front of a customer. Do you guys really shenanigans when I'm not around? No. For the specific never yeah they're trying to save themselves a lecture is what they're trying to save themselves i mean genuinely if you're not in the store we are short-staffed so we actually do have to do work when you're not there you so you just trust falls yeah as well well whatever i pass her typically (laughs) oh my god it's either that or the cockney voice yeah in it (laughs) got that Run a little bit than feet pics, governor. <laughs> it's a Degaro type, governor. Black and white, but it's still pretty good. You can It'll see get you off, governor. You can see all the times, though. You can see all the times I haven't cut my toenails, governor. All oh. that dirt under there, that's all natural. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we got books. We got books in what all. Who wants to go first? Because we're doing a, we're doing a best of book roundup. Yeah, I'm like, I don't think you explained it. Me. Yeah. Well, I explained it in the last episode, which if you're listening to this is your first fucking episode. Oh, boy. So Listen, sorry. Apologies. Um, but this is the end of the Christmas extravaganza. Oh, fuck me. Extravaganza, <laughs> which is to say we are extremely tired, very unhinged, and um, we are kind of keeping it together by... <laughs> <laughs> Alicia whispered, I drank a lot of cocoa. As she's burping quietly in her little corner. 
Um, so basically, <laughs> these episodes are crazy, but that's fine. There are so many sirens. We didn't get any sirens in the first one. And now they're... Look, it's it's 9.16. A lot of people are doing bad it's things It's so now. late. Oh. <laughs> Honestly, Abigail should be in bed by now. I really should have just taken the car. I only had the one glass of wine, and all I am now is tired. Oh, honey, this makes for such good podcast. Yeah, thank you for adding this to the podcast. I'm so happy that Abigail's going to have to edit this out. Me too, honestly. (laughs) So, that is to say, the first one was about Christmas and how we dealt with that, which was to say poorly. Okay, so this episode is about our favorite books of this year. Now, I didn't really have a hard and fast rule. Preferably, I guess it was like books that came out this year. But frankly, I'm going to break that rule because I have books that like I found this year and series I found this year that like I think really fucking let me finish um, that like I think really defined my reading year. Um, And so I'm going to talk about those. And those obviously were not first published in 2021. Um, So it's kind of all over the place, but the best books that you enjoyed this year, that is the premise. So who would like to go first? Or Ali, I should say, do you have a question? No one told me the the portion of it where it was supposed to be written this year. That I specifically said it doesn't have to be. Yeah, but you didn't tell me She literally went through like literally a whole speech two seconds ago saying it doesn't have to be. It's like, it's like the teacher telling you the rule, saying it's okay to do what you're doing, then you being like, I'm sorry, why didn't you tell me to not do what I'm doing? You didn't put the rules in that. <laughs> <laughs> you tell me the rules. So, buddy, now the, now the, the playing rules. field is all, is all open for you. Cooler? So, I mean, if you want... Yeah, yes, it does. Yes, it, hey, yes, it does. You're very cool. <laughs> you're so cool. <laughs> hey, so who wants to go first, fam? Allie. Go for it. Yeah, Ellie. You- One of my favorite books of this year was Consort's Glory, which I didn't know the name of until this <laughs> So Allie this morning, she comes in and she's like, she's like, huh, hey, so what's the name of your book again? And I'm like, which one? Because I've written th- four books this year. And she's like, you know, the, the one, you know, the one that's coming out. And I was like, you mean Consort's Glory, the one that you've been reading? <laughs> Look, to be fair to you, I don't like label my chapters no, that she's reading. Chapter 23, yeah. chapter 5. It was just very, I've been doing constant promo, so it's just very funny to me. However, then we had a conversation about, you're like, well, what books, like, you know, like, I don't remember any of the books I've read this year because of all the craziness with the bookshop and stuff. And I was like, well, you've definitely read three of mine this year. So. But I only remember the one name that I asked for this morning. Well, that's, you know what? That's the important one. Oh my God, wait, what's the one I read? Uh, technically it's been retitled, who was the unwhole. It's now the unanswered. I can't say unhold without laughing. (laughs) I was actually wondering about that. Yeah, no, it's the unanswered. It it reminded me of something that a McElroy would say. Am I not allowed to say that name on this podcast? You can say the McElroys. What does it invoke like a fucking evil? I hope they appear. That'd be great. That would be like, hey guys, how you doing? I know things are rough. (laughs) Right there. Yeah, they're just very stressed out. Mm-hmm. Um, had to cancel a bunch of shows. Um, anyway, love the McElroys. They're great. Yeah, Abigail's best friends with McElroys. That was all about yeah. them canceling their shows. Yes, I'm, be- uh, oh, yeah, I'm best. Yeah, yeah. Travis McElroy has said my name before. So. What? Yeah, I've said that. You know that, right? 
Uh-uh. Oh, uh-uh. my brother paid for the one of the very last Jumbotrons. Oh, damn. Yeah. That's, that. that's how I got two of my, my most dedicated listeners. Y'all know who you are. Uh, was from that ad. I didn't know he did that. Yeah. Good big brother move. Yeah. That's legit. Yeah. It was good. Um, but... I forget what I was talking about. Books. Books. My books. Yeah. Any books? Yeah. Did I, did I read The Unanswered? Was that this year? Yeah. That was this, believe it or not, <clears> fucking wait, bitch, that was this year. what's the third book that I read of yours? Oh my God. Concert's Glory. What's the second one? Um, <coughs> uh, Unremembered. Oh, the yeah. one that made me really sad and cry. Yes. Yeah, I fucking wait, hate you. What do you mean? I didn't get Unremembered. I believe I sent it to you. I me. never remember you. No, when did you send it to me? When I finished it. That is bullshit. No, you just fin- Wait, what? No, okay. No, she sent it to me before she finished it. And then I threatened to read the chapters that she specifically put in the folder that said, do not read, and then some mean things. <laughs> um, and then she told me that she would never send me a chapter again if I did that. And so I said, ooh, I don't do Well, that. so here's the thing. Even it's joking. because, uh, like, Paige and mm-hmm. Allie get the-, the In progress. They get, they get it in progress. I read Abigail- Abigail's writing is so fucking good, and I'm saying this, yes, as her friend, but mostly not, that I will literally read the whole book in one night. So I must wait until Abigail is done in order for me to even start one. Yeah. I cannot believe I somehow missed this in all the craziness. Well, you might cry. I'm so fucking excited. I'm sure I will. The last one was fucking amazing. This is not even the book that's coming out. (laughs) Y'all are going to have to wait a while for this one, but oh my God, this series is amazing. The the one that she is posting on her Patreon, that's the one that had the visceral sex scenes. Yeah, baby. Yeah, I really amped it up a notch. Hell yeah. This is one I've been hearing about since since Abigail started working for me. So I read it and I thought of the thing that you told Abigail about the first book about when you read the sex scene. And I was like, oh, Kat's going to enjoy this one. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I forgot about that. You are welcome. I mean, I'm I'm happy to spread the joy. Thank you, honey. Just like you should read this. <laughs> I listen. She loves her. Listen, here's what I realized it. though. Here's what's fucked up. I didn't realize that when I went back and I was looking at it that this is I can't believe I'm fucking talking about this, but whatever, I don't care. I didn't realize that the the book is technically a slow burn because we don't actually get to any touching of any sort that is a plot, like, it is a plot point that they don't actually have any skin contact until 60% of the way through. Of the Consort's Glory? Yeah. <clears throat> I so, do love Slow Burn, which may, may Wait a second. I've read both. You just got there now. I the did. Okay, but the one with Amelia? Yeah. yeah. Did you read it? Uh, yes. That's not a good yes. sign. I've read both. <laughs> no, it's a great sign. I'm so sorry. <laughs> You didn't cry? I I like literally no, teared up. Yes. At the very yeah. at the very end. Yeah, I literally was like tearing up. Yes. Which fuck you, by the way. Oh, you're welcome. Oh my god, that was amazing. I, think I, I liked forgot. Amelia's story. I liked the unwhole better. I don't remember the new name. It's the unanswered. That's unanswered. Fine. What's wait? But I like Consort's Glory the best. That's pages. Really? That's pages con, con- uh, yeah. fucking consensus, yeah. Oh my god, I'm so excited! Yeah, Allie, really? it's nice to meet you. Yeah, wait, it's Amelia. So what's the first? The first one is is Tabitha. And Tabitha, yes. yes. Wait, what? Tabitha, not Tabitha. Temperance, no. temperance, temperance, temperance. Yeah, the worst fucking nickname in the entire world. Tempe. Tempe. 
He doesn't Tempe. even call her Tempe. He, she hates it. I don't know why. I he doesn't it. call her Tempe anyway. No, Temperance is the shit. Yes, I Temperance is great. Her full name is great. Amelia. Tempe I is a literally cannot nickname. believe that I forgot that whole thing because he also loves books. Yeah, he's and a book boy. was so cute yeah. in the bookstore. Okay, I'm back. So okay, sorry. that's all. I'm glad you remembered it. Okay, that's good. It's good signs. No, no, I love it. I mean, this is okay. I like how I like how you're getting mad about not remembering it when I was like, what was the second book I remember? I wanted to remind you how terrible I am. Wait, so you like Concerts Glory the best? Yeah. That's a very high fucking bar. I'm very excited. In fairness, Abigail has been writing this series like for how long now? Five years. Five years. Yeah. I'm so excited. I mean, I've I've it's heard really about good. I have heard about this series in many iterations. Probably not as much as Paige has, but Oh god, God bless her. No. <laughs> no one has the way Paige has. No, it, it is interesting because I I'm doing a lot of stuff for this book that I'm not going to do for following books because I just have been working on this book for so long that like there's no I don't have the sheer backlog of art and you know story notes and all of this stuff that I have for Consort's Glory because I fucking worked on it for five years so it is in its it's an interesting kind of dichotomy with this book because it's like on one hand it is just the start of a much bigger like romantic universe right mm-hmm. uh, and like an mcu of romance right <laughs> so it kind of doesn't matter that much there's not actually that much weight to it it changes everything you know in the universe and kind yeah. of kicks off all this stuff but it is just a romance novel that is one in a series um but in my sphere right in my personal life this book was like fucking massive this is the book that made me a writer this is the book that i learned so much on this is the book that i got a hundred fucking rejections for. <laughs> so like, I don't understand why this book has been rejected. I fully understand why the book has been rejected why? because it was initially a YA. It was a totally different book. It was a totally different book. Nothing about this book is as it was in its first five iterations. Oh my God. Would Wait, it be so, so fun if I told you everything I know about the book? <laughs> like everything Abigail has told me, what I know about it from you just reading it. That would be amazing. You'll be like, what the fuck? Yeah, yeah what the actually, fuck before you read it, I want to hear what... The original yeah. the original story was a basically a murder mystery. Yes. Where somebody had tried to poison Delilah to take uh, to take her seat. And um, both Margo and Theodore were teenagers. In the very, very first iterations, Theodore was the villain. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, Theodore's not the villain? No. <gasps> Yes. No, no, he, that boy could never. Nah. He <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. So excited. You know what color his penis is. You do? Because <laughs> you know what color the rest of him is. Yeah, but you did say, and I did try to forget. No, I didn't when you were like that. When you were like, mm, but you know what color his penis is. It's blue. It's blue. <laughs> she says it in one of the pages. It's true. Oh my God, I love yes. it. Yeah. Um, yeah, so it's just, it's it's very interesting. Yeah, to, 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 Nothing that I do after this point in terms of like promotion and, you know, like it's not going to have this huge lead up because 
I just don't have, it's just not going to be, I don't have the sheer like dearth of material that I have for this book. Like I have all of the sketches and I have all of the like previous iterations where I just, one of the things I released on Patreon was a um, concept page I did for what I was going to turn into my portfolio. Yes. I remember seeing that when you yeah. first did it. Yeah. And I ended up not doing that because I fucking dropped out of art school. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's a, initially one of the ways that I, I was so desperate to write this story that I was trying to shoehorn it into any way I could. So I was trying to make it my, my portfolio to get a job in illustration, you know, it didn't make any sense to do that. So I thought like, what if I turn it into like this like journal that is a, a you know, like a, a journalist gets unprecedented access to the good coven. So like she's trailing around, like doing all these interviews and then I can just like make art. That's like the family part portraits and like, you know, like all this stuff. Um, and I had this grand plan to like actually get it printed and do all these really cool packaging things. Um, and then Damn, like, I guess like I it was, it's very cool. Day. It's very cool. Um, but you know, unfortunately, obviously I didn't do that. And that had almost no romance in it. Um, so like it is the, the first up until pretty much this latest iteration, there was almost no romance. Yeah. And that's why the story didn't get published. It's because it like, I wanted it to be a romance. I didn't know how to do that. Yeah. Well, you did a great job in the iteration that I've read. I had to write two books (laughs) ahead of it. Yeah. To to get my uh, sea legs under me, but yeah. And the world building. Oh my god, it's fabulous. Another plug for the Patreon, though, is that Abigail was telling me the short story that she's writing for the people who um, support her Patreon is, look, can we, like, kind of... Yeah, go ahead, yeah, yeah. Like This is going to come out like after the first chapter. A prequel to, uh, to the whole story in and of itself. Yeah. And, like, this whole, like, like universe that Abigail's been setting up, um, you now get to hear someone's story right before it all goes down, mm-hmm. which is awesome. So, basically, the timeline is the um, short story number 376, which is a terrible title, which I did not think through. I'm sorry. But um, <laughs> that takes place the summer that Theodore Solborn becomes the sovereign of the Elvish Protectorate. And it is a shock to the entire nation um, because he is super young. He has just reached the age of majority for elves, which is 35. And as soon as he hits 35, his sister, who has previously been the head of the protectorate, the sovereign, um, hands over the reins. And everyone's like, what the fuck? Like, what the fuck? This this child essentially is getting control of a whole country. Like, that's insane. So the events of the short story are directly affected by Theodore taking the reins because there is an international travel embargo because people are so panicked over the possibility of civil war that they are, they've locked down travel so people don't just do like max, mass exodus. Um, and that is how it directly affects what is happening in the story to our couple that we are following. Um, so we're kind of getting like the periphery events, um, and so I, I didn't intend for that to happen. Um, and it kind of, I mean, it doesn't, it affects them in the same way that like national events affect us. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> I think as we've all experienced with COVID and stuff like, you know, we get affected by travel bans all the time. Right. Yeah. Um, it's the same thing. So. That's fucking fun. Yeah. I'm pretty stoked about it. So stoked. Also. Don't... Did you run out of water? I ran out of a little bit of water. I'm talking a lot today. That is actually, I think, the the least 
uh, Allie and I have talked. Yeah. Clearly, we are very stoked. Once you get me started on my my story roll, it's hard to get the movie stopped. But I did just release the map on Patreon. (gasps) Oh my god, the map was so cool. Jinx, you owe me a house. I owe you now eight houses. I can afford nary a one. (laughs) You will eventually. I will get my home. (laughs) (laughs) How? By selling various bits of my body? Like cutting me up, not tearing me out. Oh, that's actually what I was thinking of. I was thinking oh. of chopping you up into little bits. I oh, wasn't good, thinking good, of pouring you good. out. Oh, good. good. Yeah. Well, listen, you you two figure I, out how to make everything know, sexual. I okay? actually, I actually think I'm going to change my mind and do the whoring part because I can only sell your body bits once, once if I cut you up, but I can that. sell mm-hmm. I can sell your vagine multiple times. <laughs> that is true. Can and you your mouth with the grapefruit. Mouth plus grapefruit. Even more money. <laughs> we did watch the grapefruit video, by the way. Terrible. It was oh, fabulous. Absolutely. Delicious fabulous. is the word you want to delicious use. Delicious and sloppy. Yeah, yes. sloppy is absolutely the word to use. Oh, if you're wondering, there is a blowjob scene in Consort's Glory. Yeah, I know. Oh my god, I'm so happy. There is there's a lot going on. Oh hey, the desk scene. That was one of my favorites. <laughs> oh, Allie. Allie I snuck one in there for the road. <laughs> Look, I really like romance, and I know this is insane. I really like romance novels. I love when people fall in love. I just don't like reading about the sex. There is so much sweet romance out there that you could read. Yeah, and your romance was very sweet. It also just involved some very visceral dicking down. Yeah. Yeah, well, you know. So um, that was kind of plot important. It too. is all very plot important. Yeah. Fuck you. Yeah, I kind of can't get around that. I just, I personally, from from my perspective, it's, it's a reflection of how I view sex and romance novels. Is that I don't care about sex and romance novels unless it kind of has a plot relevant thing to it. Whereas if you were writing romance novels, you'd just be writing erotica, cat. Yes, I would. Um, so like we're on the spectrum of like if you were writing romance novel, you'd include probably no sex. I would write YA. Yeah. No, you'd write a sweet romance it's a it's sweet an actual romance. technical term it's a it's yeah. sweet romance is romance without sex in it okay um so like we we kind of they would the hold spectrum. hands we and did. they would cuddle or you would just do like closed door or yeah. whatever you wanted to do right yeah. like there is there is romance out there for everybody you don't have to make yourself uncomfortable you do have to read my books yeah i don't care if you're uncomfortable <laughs> yeah i know you don't care if i'm uncomfortable because you asked me every day for okay. the week that it took me to read i just wanted you to finish chapter. the book it was a really good book and i'm very glad that i read it i just i and it really wasn't even that long no. of a chapter. So, the first sex scene was so visceral that it like... Hey, it's 50 pages, babe. Did you... Me, babe, or them, babe? All babes. Cool. Does this mean you won't write my read my romance novel? It's all erotica, Katarina. Of course I would read you know your what? romance There's novel. There's gonna be some, but some I, sort of murder. It you know what's funny? T- with a dick? <laughs> now there will <laughs> I mean wouldn't we all like to be dicked to death no we um, wouldn't you know what's funny is that people in the discord were like are you gonna narrate your own your own novels and I was like please God. thinking of the things that you have now read Ellie <laughs> and I'm like ah, oh I don't God. I don't think I, I wouldn't be... be able to listen to it oh my God, wait can Ellie do it 
No. I don't think Allie can physically can <laughs> do know, it. But I want to try. I just. I'm sorry. Do you want to have? Do you want to have an erotic reading with me, Allie? I would have to do it in a British accent Only or a New Jersey really, accent. Really, really comfortable. Mickey bed. Mouse. Oh, <laughs> my bed is very comfortable. <laughs> Yeah. See, okay, that sounds way worse than it is, but I did, In this isn't going to sound better, I did invite Katerina over when I was missing her very much because it was really did you get some serious cuddle pandemic times? time. Look, I miss Katerina a lot. Did you get some cuddles? Around. No, but I wanted her to come and hang out, and I was like, look, you should come hang out in my house sometime. My bed is very comfortable. She literally said, <laughs> I, she's like, you should come hang out at my house. I have a really comfortable bed. Mm-hmm. And I just stopped I mean, that would get me. And I waited. Hey, Abigail. Until she realized what she said. Uh, I have a really comfortable bed. It did sound like you were trying to Netflix and chill her a little bit. <laughs> yes, it did. Yeah. It really, really did. I, I enjoy yeah. the Netflix part. And really, <laughs> in this case, it would be video games. Are we going to talk about books that we liked? That I my liked... Book? No. Consort's Glory. Okay, so Only now we got around Abigail's books. I I also liked I Vespertine that. by Margaret Rogerson. Yeah. It was great. Great. I mean, I've I've promoted her books relentlessly. I, great. Other than you, yeah. Abigail, and Diana Wayne Jones, who I will love forever and ever and ever. Uh, Margaret Rogerson, I think, is my new favorite author. Yeah. Oh. She, yeah. She's great. She's fantastic. You have to read these books. You would They're love her so books. Good. Okay. They're technically YA, but they are not. Mm -mm. No. No. They're like young protagonists. It's like like Diana Wayne Jones, where like if you read Howl's Moving Castle as an adult and you don't realize that it's a middle reader book, you wouldn't you wouldn't realize it's a middle reader book. Yeah. Wait, so should I start with Vespertine or should I start with a different one? It doesn't I mean I don't think it matters. I mean the first two are standalones. So I think Vespertine is the start of the series. Oh trilogy, do we know? We don't fucking know. Yeah. I mean, oh, great, some, someone knows. Someone probably knows. So hopefully someone knows. Fingers crossed. Simon, if you could maybe yeah. know, that'd be great. I thought you were literally talking to yeah. a dude named hey, Simon. Simon. I was like, who's Simon? Um, who's Simon and why does he know Margaret Rogerson? And why don't I know Margaret Rogerson? I got to see her. She's published by Simon Schuster. Yeah, right? no, I figured no, that much okay, out. I figured that out eventually, no, well, Katarina. Like, uh, checking though. But is she? I don't yeah, fucking I think so. know. I think okay. Simon Schuster. I, she great. she did a small presentation. <laughs> Well, we're not even sorting her books in YA anymore, so don't even try. Yeah, it's not my section anymore. (laughs) I fucking hate you. Um, I saw her um, in a little mini uh, thing at the Children's Institute thing, whatever conference bit. She liked one of my tweets once. Can you please oh, make friends her. with her so I can be friends with her? I don't she think she seems really cool. She seems very she's cool. Also I don't think very pretty. I don't think my. Uh, <laughs> I don't think that. I don't think that my steez is her steez. Not her that steez. you know, my friend. You don't know. You know. I've, I've checked out her social media game. I don't think she's <laughs> quite as unhinged as you. Quite as manic or sexually charged as. This podcast is. <laughs> I really don't know why I'm here. <laughs> um, I so I guess I I can go next. Yeah. So I think one of the one of the series that made the biggest impact on me this year, in in a way that, well, <laughs> I think you probably know. Yeah. Well, I probably surprise no one. I was in the shower the other day and I was thinking oh, about Jesus it. Um, that's where I do all my thinking. Um, is, when I'm is that why? Is that why you never think at the store? And standing, in the- <laughs> I have to sit in my foot bath because my drain is clogged. Anyway, don't worry about it. <laughs> um, is uh, is the the side changeling series, which I I read in thirty days. Yeah. 
oh god I forgot <laughs> yeah I also forgot I did that and I was yeah. like that was weird. <laughs> I did that you were for- naked in the shower standing in your foot bath <laughs> yeah. well, that was a weird thing I did well here's the thing I was like how did how long did it take me to read the full series mm-hmm. it only took me it took me less than 45 days to read the full series because I then immediately went and binged yeah yeah days. I know after that so, 30 days you were so, like I'm gonna do more Pretty much. I'm going to hurt myself more. Yeah. And what's fucked up about that is I got almost no content out of it. I got one episode that no one listened to. <laughs> Wait, what do you mean no one listened to it? I mean, like, the usual suspects listened to it. I thought they'd get way more traction. I was like, this is an absurd premise. Everyone loves a side changeling series. Fucking no one gave a shit about that. <laughs> is that the one that I was in? Yeah. Oh, fuck. That's great. <laughs> See, I told you, you shouldn't have me on the podcast anymore. Wasn't you, fam. Wasn't you. Definitely, definitely was just the fact that I decided to shotgun like 30 books. <laughs> like, and I, and I, I bring it up not only because I hurt myself so profoundly badly and also uh, tried, um, Soylent for the first time because mm, yeah. of those books. Gotcha, um, gotcha. it is also because those books were fucking incredible. Um, and I think they definitely informed a lot of, I, I, like, I feel like I learned so much from reading yeah. those books about world building and about, um, like what I like in romance novels and what matters to me in my mm-hmm. writing. Um, like the first book was a little, was a little rocky, you know, it was Lee like first first book in the series. I don't know if it was her first book ever, but it was the first book in the series and there was a lot going on. And I had, we recorded the first episode where I read just that book. Mm -hmm. And then I went and read all of the other books in the series. So there is an episode where I'm like, I don't know about the Side Changeling series. You know, there's a lot happening here. You know, we call it the shitty croissant um, of like all these good ingredients coming together in a poorly baked croissant, Uh which is like still good. Still good. But it's not as good as it could be. Yeah. Um, And then the rest of the series was fucking fantastic. So it was, it, it had a huge impact on me. Emotionally, literally, physically. Yeah, <laughs> like, physical part. Yeah, yeah. physically. You did me, did me very dirty. Yeah. Yeah. Also, fucking those books are so dark. Yeah, they are pretty dark. Sorry, the way that you described Abigail ruining herself for a month was not. I don't know if either of you realized it sounded very like, sexual. Like I got, mm-hmm. like I got done good. Like, like I got, got done proper. Good, good? Like yeah. she got that good. Look. Did she get that good? Good. Did she get good? I don't know. That's a, that's a mashing of, of colloquialism that I'm not sure if works, Allie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Hey, so that was that's that's my that's one of mine. So what's what's your stinker? Would... Shush. Um, I. You have a stack. I yeah. do have a stack. I have a delicious stack. Allie, you're making so much noise. Um, I am going to choose. Well, should I choose the one that me and Allie were fighting over? Mm-hmm. Yeah, go ahead. The beginning of this episode that Abigail probably cut out. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> um, so it's not published this year, Mm-mm. but it is delicious and delectable. It's called the House of the House in the Cerulean Sea. I would have gotten the title right. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. It's my T.J. Clune. And Who's having a moment? Seriously, though, and honestly, phenomenal. Yeah, absolutely, so well deserved. Literally, the quote at the very front page by V. E. Schwab, who, by the way, is also the best. Yeah, very cool. 
Ne- the next uh, Neil Gaiman, for sure. Yes. 100%. Also, one of the nicest. Fuck, I want to get her on the podcast people. so bad. She's so busy. Oh, my God. She would love to. I could do it. I could do it. My audacity is enough. I could I do it. I kind of hope she remembers us just a little she bit. She wouldn't remember me. She met me for approximately two seconds. You sat next I was, to her. No, I did not. I sat next to the woman from NPR, and I was ill the whole time. You sat next to V.E. Schwab. You got to have a good evening. I got yelled at by the lady from NPR who called herself an alpha woman and who sat down and was like, so we should talk about children in cages. And I was like, fuck, I'm so sick. I'm so sick and so loud in this taco place. I've been at a like a bookseller convention all day. I'm gonna I'm gonna go home and shit my brains out. And I just want to talk to me, Schwab. And that was where she first. We we're the but first real bookseller. I brought no, you. No, you did not. Yes, I did. Bitch. I was like, I was like, this bitch laughed, and I was like, hey, can my can my co? I was like, my coworker needs to come sit here. Is that cool? No. Literally, the only time I got to talk to V.E. Schwab was when we were leaving the restaurant. She was climbing into the car. I hugged her for approximately half a second and said, I really like Vicious. Oh, God. Uh, Off she went in her kitty cat ears. Didn't you read Vicious specifically because you were going to meet her? Yes. (laughs) Yes, I I did. And I was like, I was so excited because I loved the book so much. And then like... I, she, what, what really made me like her though, was we were the first room of booksellers where she announced the plot of the invisible life of Addie LaRue. That is Which true. has gone on to she be. She literally did it at the dinner. A massive oh bestseller. We were the first room. Oh my God. I didn't even put that together. That was insane. I remember being like, holy shit. That sounds And amazing. everyone was like, holy fuck. Yeah. Cause we shop like, like, so the, the premise of this dinner is that there's an author that, that, that you all have an individual dinner with individual authors at the table you're sitting at. Fuck. Great. Yeah. Fun. Yeah, you do. But. But at the very beginning, you stand book. and you talk a little bit about your um, your book that is coming out right now, yeah. why you're publishing. And I remember she she started talking about her current book and I was like, honestly, I don't even want to talk about this book anymore. I want to talk about my new book. And then launched into what uh-huh. her new book was about. And everyone was like, oh my God, is this going to happen? I like, oh fought God. to get a an arc of that book for like six months. Do you remember? I badgered Gigi to get that book. Yeah. Yeah. I remember I gave, I, or I told her to give you the copy. Yeah. And they, they didn't have any, they didn't have any because all the booksellers wanted one. Yeah. That was amazing. She was the anyway. nicest person in the whole Oh, that's so interesting that she was so nice. That she was so nice. Oh. We had a great conversation. Oh, I'm sure you did. Did you talk about children in cages? Yes, we did. And it was very depressing. <laughs> a woman at my table was a fellow bookseller, and she had a severe set of dietary restrictions. And that was what we talked about for a good 30 minutes. And then the other 30 minutes, we talked about how children are in cages and how nothing changed after. So the the this memoir that this NPR quote alpha woman put out um she was about her father's experience through the immigration system in the united states and um and how they won this case for him not to be deported after like 50 years in the united states and then i asked her i was like so like in the like circuit court 
your local circuit court that this went through, like, and you fought this huge battle, like, did anything regulation-wise change? Like, she goes, well, children are still in cages, so no. And I was like, well, I guess I'll go fuck myself then. <laughs> God damn. And also, mind you, it is the loudest possible room. <laughs> that's too bad, because that's actually a pretty legit question. Yeah, that's like actually like, a really yeah, good question. That's questions very, very smart. Stupid. So where do you write? Yeah. What happens when you have writer's block? Like, yes, we all ask those questions. I was so ill. I was so ill. Do you remember how ill I was? How sick I was? Abigail, you're always sick. No, well, you know, I'm pretty <laughs> cool. But like, no, this was like, I was profoundly ill. I don't ill. remember. Is this when my father drove us home? Yes. <laughs> and then- lost getting Yes. And then I, so at the wow, start, okay. the, I night. <laughs> my one and only like bookseller convention, the NCIBA. I so hard to get them to go. Oh, to. and so I was in it. I was in it to win it. We started at what? 7 a.m. Yeah. And then like this whole day and this dinner ends up going to like 11. Like it is yeah, late. Yeah. So from 7 to 11 p.m. Right. By about mm, one o'clock, I'm like, oh, I don't. Oh, I don't feel good. Oh, I Oh, I really don't feel good. And I'm like, well, like maybe I should go home. I'm like, no, Abigail, you're fucking tough as shit. You're going to do this. You got that author dinner tonight. V. Schwab's going to be there tonight. You're going to talk to V. Schwab? Hell yeah. Which, go fuck myself again, I guess. <laughs> but like, but so then we had uh, at a Mexican restaurant that was the loudest restaurant I've ever been in, <laughs> yelling <laughs> over the music and the talking. Uh, about, you know, children in cages, great conversation and allergies. <laughs> um, and then, um, and then finally at 1130, your dad's driving us home. He's mad because he's getting lost at the roundabouts by my house. I finally get through the door and I'm like, oh no. And I proceeded to have the next two days of my life be basically what happens when you get cholera. <laughs> <laughs> but I will say, I will say fluids did not stay in my body. God. Yes. And so I was so I was that sick by the time I came home. So that anyway, was crazy that was crazy. I came home with like like four dozen books. Yeah. I also conned somebody out of their box set. Good for you. And oh, several teas. <laughs> I did a sweep of that room. I got so much loot. Yeah. That's it. We actually so the the fucking awesome thing was my sister was nearby yeah and this bitch i was like hey we have too many books can i drop some books off in your trunk so midway through the conference we dropped books off so then we could go back and get more it was a phenomenal it was life it was a good haul it took me like six months to get those books back but yeah 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 that tracks yeah yeah, yeah. also COVID happened like immediately after oh fuck yeah that was in november god wow. really yeah it was jesus christ yeah that was crazy. That was fun. Yeah. The last, the first and the last. First and the last, baby. Um, Bluffy, well. Mm. Lightning round. Mm. Next book. You said two. I've given you two. I've given you three. Talk about it. The House in the Cerulean Sea. I said the title right. Wow, you're a bitch. Tell, tell the good people why this book is fun. Face the microphones, that. maybe? Face the microphone, please? No. Mm-hmm. um i don't know it's just it's a book that is absolutely full of heart it is absolutely full of heart is that better no 
Um, the Schwab's quote, which I think is so apt and phenomenal, is it's like being wrapped up in a big gay blanket. Yeah, yeah. I would agree. It's like being wrapped up in a big gay blanket. I also really liked that the main characters weren't young and yeah. they weren't like necessarily listed as conventionally attractive. Yeah. Yeah. They were some of my favorite people, though, to sit in a book with. Yeah. And it's just, it's so, so easy to read. And you just feel so, so good afterwards. There's a lot of stuff out right now that's, like, not necessarily depressing. Well, but it is depressing. depressing. Yeah. yeah. Like, there's not, like, a, a real level of, like, happy escapism. And yeah. that's exactly what this book does. Yeah. Yeah. That was a good one. Mm-hmm. Thank you, TJ Klum. Keep it up. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the house, what is it? The Whispering Wood, right? Is the Under the Whispering uh, Door. Under the Whispering Door, yeah. Yeah, I get it right. I have not read it, so I'm under no obligation. Um, (laughs) I would say for one that came out this year, Neon Gods for me. (gasps) That came out this year? Came out this year. Wow. Believe it or not. Yeah. Next one, oh God. Electric Idols coming out next. Um, It's a series. Yeah, it's a a series. It's It's a great next title. They're fucking fantastic. They're fantastic books. Katie Robert. I, hit me up you won't but please um it's it, you should hit her up she's really fun to talk to did that sound sarcastic it sounded like you knew katie robert <laughs> i just, don't but in case she listens to the podcast it's the weirdest anyway um so i i love that book for many reasons but mainly because it was a tour de force in terms of um like realistic but also like incredibly nuanced portrayal of like a like dom sub dynamic, which was really, really interesting to read. Um, it was also a fucking great magical system. That's amazing. Like that was like so subtle and delicious. Like what the fuck? Like so good. I love that shit. Give me a hand, hand feed me more of that. That's so good. Well, I need to get this book. I yes, we've had this conversation really so like many it. times. I haven't that. read it, but I You would not enjoy no. it. No. There's yeah, a lot of have. sex according What's to What's the one you got me for my birthday? That one is another one on my list fun. that is bound to the battle god. Now, yeah. this whole series, I was actually this is on my list for for this episode. Um Aspect and Anchor, the series by Ruby Dixon that is slept on incomprehensibly to me. Well, not incomprehensible. They're very long books. Each book is like over 600 pages long. She crams three books into one, essentially. She does like three story arcs in one. That's why they're so long. They are incredibly slow burn. Three romances? No. They're oh, all one heart, but they're but they're epic fantasies. Each one. This is the one oh you were saying God. I would really like. Yes, yeah. You, there is explicit explicit sex in it, and there are sometimes explicit sex in your books, and I really like your books. Yeah, hers are sometimes because one of the one of the parts in it is that there are certain gods that they're split up into four pieces. Mm-hmm. Um, the worst parts of them, uh, it's arrogance, lies, um. Fuck hedonism and I mean fuck hedonism. Does those two go together? Well, like literally, like hedonism. Yeah, if you're around them, you yeah. then it's like insatiable. You just want to fuck all the time. So occasionally it happens where they'll like. Anyway, it doesn't matter. But there is some yeah, like non non necessarily romantic sex that happens <laughs> in the books. But these books are extremely dark. There's like a lot of people yeah, die in them. There's a lot of like I'm just gonna sell you into slavery, like crazy shit. Like it is a hardcore high 
fantasy romp with just like the main characters from our world. Um, and they get bound to a God who is the literally the worst aspect of himself. Um, all of the worst bits. So the first one, it is the God of battle and he is, his aspect is arrogance. So he is the God of battle, but super fucking arrogant. Um, and the second one is the God of death, but he is, I'm not going to spoil it, not what you think he is, but he is a, also an extremely shitty version of himself. Um, and they have to fall in love with their anchors, which are the human women they're bound to. And each book is fucking incredible. The world building is out of control. The character arcs are fantastic. The stakes are amazing. They are brutal and they're beautifully written and they are fucking slept on. And I, it drives me insane, but I love, love, love those books. And they also informed a lot of how I went about my world building for the Pantheon of Gods in Consort's Glory. Oh, fun. Mm. So thank you, Ruby. You kick ass. Wow, you're really good at selling books right now. I'm a good bookseller. Yes, you are. Don't fire me. Why will not my friend fire you? Well, you'll find out. I keep trying to promote you and you keep saying no. I don't want any responsibility. Yeah. Be great though. She was assistant manager, huh? It'd be really, really nice. Yeah. Yeah. Think about it. Next book. Who wants it next? You need to talk about another book. Okay, which, oh god, they're so good. We're closing in on the end here, so just do a a couple round robin. Okay, so then a couple I liked was um, Patricia Lockwood's Known is Talking About This. Mm -hmm. I really Mm -hmm. like her. I think she's really funny. Mm -hmm. It's definitely like a novel that is very popular today. Mm -hmm. Um, It is about like a satire on our day and age and what we're going through. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, so it's not for every reader, but I think it's really clever. Mm-hmm. Crying in H Mart, mm-hmm. um, is a phenomenal biography. It is, uh, a biography about relationship between a mother and daughter. Um, and it, it's just absolutely amazing. You will cry and m- want to eat Korean immediately and just have such an amazing time. Mm-hmm. And then Cloud Cuckoo Land by Anthony Doerr. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Mm-hmm. It is very much like David Mitchell's. Mm-hmm. Cut Atlas. It's not like it. It's different. They both have different writing styles. They're both great authors, but it has that like there are multiple stories happening at one time in different parts of time and in the world, but mm-hmm. they all come together. It's a really cool. I really like that trope. Yeah. Yeah. Similarities between time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I also, this year, reading Thea Harrison's Elder Races series. Do you have a cover? Uh, the first one is Dragonbound. It's on my stuff. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I really, got that one. I really like that one. I haven't read all of the books. They, not all of them interest me, which is not to slam the books. Most books in the world actually don't interest me. Um, but they, I, I love her world building. They were super fun. They were the kind of like like perfectly tailored to what I look for in a paranormal slash urban fantasy novel. Like the marriage of fantasy to our modern world was like that. It was, um, it was beautiful. I love her. I love her ridiculous world building. Aside from the fact that she calls them, the territories are called domains, but it's spelled in the medieval French fashion, which involves a fucking S in there. Not where you think. (laughs) Anyway, it, yeah, it's it's 
I, 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 it took me forever to figure out what the fuck it was. But too powerful see. It's medieval French. <laughs> Je ne parle français. Je um, parle français. So also, um, I loved um, one of the books, one of the series that is slept on by Tiffany Roberts. I really like how this, this is like a new, is this a new phrase for you? Slept on? Yeah. No. No? She's the one who got me started saying this thing fucks. These books fuck. <sighs> Those books fuck. I don't um, like that new one. So the um, you don't? Infinite City by <laughs> Tiffany Roberts, that series. Yeah. Fantastic. It fucks. Um, they do <laughs> they do fucks. Um, and then also, I so I'm just gonna go through my my nepotism favorites. Because they are genuinely the reason that they've been featured on the podcast, the reason I am now friends with a lot of these authors, is because I fucking love their books to start with. Uh Victoria Avaline's books, the Clucanian series. Yes. Um Amalia Dillon's The Orc Saga plus Son of Zeus and there's also the rest of Tiffany Roberts' work. They released the final book in the um, Spider's Mate trilogy. Fucking phenomenal. These books are absolutely batshit crazy and they are fantastic. Have you told us about these books? I have told Allie about them. Did you? Yes, there's The Spider's Mate. Did I, did I scrub Can it from I my see? mind did I, scrub, did, I scrub, you. did I scrub it from my mind because you said the word spider from your from your mind palace probably yeah i don't think i call it a palace more like a broken down shack <laughs> you're correct but it's rude of you to say it and shack is a nice term for it hobble hmm. a little closer okay. shanty Shanty, ooh. Shanty's fancy. Shanty's actually kind of great. No, yeah. I wouldn't say fancy, but it's still I found, pretty great. I found a nice cave that has a dry dirt floor and a hole in the ceiling so that when I light a fire, it doesn't, you know, strangle me. And does your cave have one of what I assume is a spider monster that you have sex with as well? No. That's unfortunate. Is it? Yeah. Abigail, are we talking eight dicks here, or is it like... Why would you think eight dicks? Yeah, it's actually a really <laughs> good question. Why would you Listen, it's, it's more creative than having eight, what, four hands, four feet? I don't like that either. Honestly, <laughs> I think I'd rather have eight dicks than that. Are you here we go. Found it. <laughs> Wait. You did not... You never showed me that. You never showed His me that. His name is Catan. He's very sexy. He wait, wait, wait. wait. No, he looks like he's see. like a blush. He looks like he's blushing a little bit. He looks like he's like. Hmm. Is he blushing a little bit? Is he blushing? I mean, he's a little bit of a blusher. Yeah. He's like holding her hair. Did you want to see something? Yes, show it to me. Oh, so there are four hands. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, that could be fun. As long as and a lot of tying up of with spider silk. Yeah, that makes sense. You know who also did a fun spider-related uh, romance? What did the other things do? His claspers? Yeah. Mm, I don't Is that like what that. we call them? Wait, hold like on. That. He's got... What, what are you talking about? These things up here? Those are just his, his little pin no, ears. That? Those What's are his pin ears. Those are yeah, his legs. Those are some legs. Those are legs. Those are legs. And we got four hands. And then we got his little... We got his little claspers around his waist for the mating position. I and like then we've he got abs. Where's his dick, though? His dick is inside. It's the insidey parts. Oh, which is the only smart out. way to have a dick. Honestly, though. Yeah. They do seem pretty, um, yeah, vulnerable. Very fragile. Yeah. yeah. Keep it inside um, like us. 
Yeah. Uh, keep it close. (laughs) 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 But he's also got, he's got pince hairs. He's got a cool little ponytail. Um, he's shredded as hell and he's got, he's got a big bulbous. He's got to fix some backside that she can ride, which is every girl's dream. (laughs) What do you mean ride? I mean, she gets on his back and he, he scuttles. (laughs) 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 What about it? Is that weird to you? I wish I had a boyfriend who could drive, drive around like a car. <laughs> oh God, that is. Oh, I was so tempted to say his name. And he can he can make her clothes with his his butt spinning. Wait, wait, wait. I bet you, I bet you, I bet you, customer man could totally carry her around. Uh, all I time. could drive him like a car. You could probably drive him like Do a you- car. Do you want us to also? We don't have time. We don't have time for this discussion. It is fifty-eight minutes in. Look, sure? there's a big fix-a man that we need to set <laughs> Abigail up with, who is a customer wait, of the store. Wait. Aside from the customer of the store, I have a very s'more? serious s'more. I have a very serious question. I'm so tired. <laughs> How did they meet? Um, so yeah, basically what happens is this right? is a this is a planet of spider people. Oh, okay. Um, so she gets transported. And and well what happens is she's on a, like a colony ship. <laughs> and the colony ship um, the colony ship crashes hundreds of years before huh. and is lying laying dormant in like basically a cavern until one day this curious Spider-Man who is a hunter who's living on his own outside of his colony um, because he refuses to have sex with the leader of the colony who is a really, all the females are like hugely big um, and like are the leaders of the, of, of the spider um, place. It's fucking really interesting world building. Wow. Um, and he refuses because he hates her. So he just leaves the colony, and, and while he's out, why he hates her? I feel like I should. Just she just sucks. She sucks. She's a terrible person. Kills okay. people willingly. Okay. Um, oh yeah, that's not great. Yeah, she fucking blows. But he discovers this cavern one day, and he finds this like weird blinky little light thing, and it's one of the pods is opened, and this there's this this creature inside that he doesn't recognize but he's like oh fuck it this is mine now i'm gonna take this home with me funky little thing and for the first for the first few weeks that they know each other he does not understand that she's intelligent um because she looks so different from him that he's like this is a little funky little pet this is the only way i'm gonna ever get a boyfriend by finding a Spider-Man who looks at you like a pet? That's true. No, by finding someone who thinks that for the first two weeks, ah, this is an intelligence, and then eventually ends up yeah. understanding me. Wait, is, is the, um, is, sorry, is the whole point of book in his perspective? The no. Whole, mm, the whole I point of book? <laughs> I really liked yeah, that. Yeah, that was very good. I liked that a lot. No, it flip-flops. It flip-flops between it flip-flops. them. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. But but also it's not a standalone, so it's a trilogy of just this couple. Really? So like the story is really elaborate. I do like that. I you like would that. you would like these books? They are really good. He's not as spidery. Like he's he's a dude. He's a he dude. Does with, like, scuttle though? He does scuttle, but like that's does he sexy. Use the term scuttle? No, I don't that's think so. It's fantastic. No, but he lives in his own little like web orb in the trees. A orb, if you will. Yeah. Well, so he also is a homeowner. Yeah. <laughs> and Could he makes her clothes with his butt better. weavings. It's really fantastic. That's great. And he scuttles her around. Yeah. I, honestly, Car- I, I can show you some Car- erotic art with house. Her. Stop it. Yes. Show Car me. house 
Clothing. Clothing. I'm sure there's also some sort of weird nutrient... Nutrient slurry? You think there might be a nutrient slurry from the Spider-Man? That's Susan Trombley. Um, different author. Hey, Susan. Does... She follows me on Instagram now. Ah. Look at you get up in the world. It's going to be pretty great when you have your own erotic art. I'm honestly, more than anything, looking forward to that day. When there are random people like, who make erotic art for I feel like you Abigail. said that, and it was a sort of similar vibe to me saying to you, but I have a really comfortable bed. <laughs> like, oh, I Pat understand. is not ashamed of hitting on me. No, see, I, I understand that. But bam! Wow. Good art. Good job, guys. Hi, Tiffany. Hi, Robert. That's fantastic. And is that the clothing he makes for her? And yeah, there is a version of it where she's not wearing clothing. Gotcha, gotcha. Wait, Wait she's wearing clothing in that? Not really. A little bit. A <laughs> little bit. Well, little bit. That and it's still anyway, you can see his claspers. Wait, where? His claspers. Oh, I see. Yeah, to hold the no, that's, Yeah, that's actually very handy, honestly. So is being able to spin your own rope. <laughs> <laughs> very yeah. claspy, you might say. Yeah. Um... <laughs> Yeah, so that was also, I mean, that's fantastic. I did want to, I forgot to mention that uh, in the Aspect and Anchor series, a new book just came out called Led to the Wild Gods. And there are now three books that you can read. Um, fantastic. Um, and Victoria Avalon has a new book coming out in January, which I'll be doing an episode with her about, but like, cool. you know. Um, so, you know, those are all the books that kind of like, also, I don't know, it, there was a huge amount of books that I read this year. And the ones that made an impression on me are the ones where I got to really connect with the authors and um, hang out and <laughs> I don't know. They're just, just vibe. Just vibe. Meet some really cool people. And yeah, yeah I mean, the, those books, I liked the books first. And then I also liked the authors as people afterwards. So like Amalia Dillon and Victoria Adeline. And, it's you know. a good feeling. Yeah. So it's, there's nepotism there, but I did genuinely like the books first. Yes. <laughs> so... So yeah, that was my that was my year in review. I read. Oh wait! As we c- come to the end of the episode, I do have one last book I want to discuss. I've read no books this year. That's a lie. She's read many. I thought you read my book. I guess my book doesn't count, huh? No, I've read three books this year. You read? Oh wait, no, I've read three of your books this year, and then two others that I mentioned. I don't remember any of the other books I read. You read the Trouble Girls of Dogmere Academy. <gasps> Okay, that's not important. What's important? Oh, that was adorable. What's important to me? Yeah. Me now is that so I read sorry. Dom of the Dead. <laughs> what? I read Dom of the Dead by Virginia Nelson. Wait, who's the dead one in this? Is it the Dom or the Sub? The Dom. Oh, that makes sense considering the title. Yeah. Look, I'm fucking stupid. Now you got there. So is is this? It involves Dom? a dream share. No, yeah. no. She fucks a ghost. Well, oh, the ghost, okay. the ghost fucks her with it with her vibrator. Um, See, honestly, <laughs> magic. Yeah. I love that idea. That's fucking great. Yeah, don't even trip about it, dog. They make it work. But the that book, I that was one of the books that I did buy exclusively for the title. As yeah. you Makes should. Sense. Yeah, that yeah. title deserves a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I, want, I want you to do a whole series that's only puns. That would be a very long series. Romance loves their puns. I don't find them as funny as they do, but... No, I mean, the whole book has to be a pun. A pun within a pun within a pun. Mm, no. Nah. <laughs> so that's the end of this episode. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh God, we went on for a grit. Okay, so do we have any closing remarks before I like, pull up my, the, my P.O. box? <laughs> how, how many times are you going to read it out loud? Just the twice, and then after that, it's in the description. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Do you guys have any? Go to independent bookstores and buy books from independent bookstores. Yes, please. Yes, yes. We'd appreciate it. Support your local authors. Support your local authors. Yeah. And even if they're not local, support one particular author, Abigail K. Kelly. Mies. Or the K stands for kingdom. On Patreon, get cool fucking maps, which we talked about. Get some cool writing, which we talked about. A short story that turned into a novella. Ah, Just know with Abigail, you always get more than what it's worth. (laughs) A short story will always turn into a mini novel. That is true. I've I've come to know this about myself. She's like, oh, I'm only going to write like, it's whatever. I can write that on a weekend. Yeah. (laughs) I'm going to spend an entire weekend not doing anything and only eating off-brand Pringles. Then have a hot chocolate dinner. Yeah. <laughs> hot chocolate But I am going to get 60,000 words done. I don't, so. I don't, appreci- cool. I don't appreciate this scathing <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so, um, yeah, find me on Patreon at patreon.com slash works by Abigail. Uh, you know, links everywhere. You can find my stuff. I got merch if you want that. All the links below. You can just kind of scan that shit. I'm not doing all the links to all of these books because fuck that. Um, but... The books are good. You should seek them out. Um, I also have a P.O. box. And that is that you can send me things. Send me gifts. Send me things. Yeah. Send, send me things. things. Send me she things. likes potatoes. Fucking. <laughs> if she I really get likes, inundated really with likes, potatoes. She really likes potatoes. Spuds. I like potatoes the normal amount. <laughs> she likes any potato themed merchandise. Potatoes. Okay. P.O. Box. And haunted dolls. P.O. Box. <laughs> 460816. San Francisco, United States. 94146. This will be below. You do not actually have to rewind to listen and write this down. I would never do that to you. But just in, if in case you got a better memory than I do, there you go. But the description will be below. Send me cool shit. Don't send me potatoes. Spuds. I'm very tired. I'm very tired now. It is 10 o'clock. I'm tired. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. Thanks. Kingdom of Thirst is a member of the Frolic Podcast Network. Find all of our episodes and tons of new podcasts to listen to 